Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud out, what do you got? So I originally had a different story, but this one pulled my little heartstrings. So today, um, actually, in Manchester United and Liverpool supporters united for a minute of applause to support Cristiano Ronaldo and his family following the death of his newborn son. And they also sang You'll Never Walk Alone. Um, I thought that was really cool, and I just wanted to share that because, you know. Yeah, that is kind of cool. I don't. It's a sad story. That, that was know, that was really it, sad, you know. Did you hear about this, George? I mean, I heard her just talk about it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been reading about the last couple of days. Very, very sad. You know, they have twins, a boy and a girl, and the... Yeah. It was, was it the boy? The, the boy didn't make Ronaldo, it. Ronaldo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the boy didn't yeah, make yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah, so the boy sad. passed away. Yeah. Uh, you know that that happened to uh, our... Co- and he's talked about this openly, our colleague Tony Reale here at ESPN. I do think I recall that. He yeah. had, uh, yeah, twins, and mm-hmm. only one survived. Enzo, uh, his son, uh, mm-hmm. his only son, survived, uh, and then the other twin did not survive. Yeah, so. Oh man, that's such a sad shame. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you never know, man. I mean, you know, strange things can happen in those situations. Why, you know, the birth is a uh, something to be celebrated. I don't think there's any question about that. For sure. How about health? Health is something to be celebrated. Oh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, speaking of health, again. Get on the get on the game, bro. Like you know, don't you know? Get fix your body up so that way you don't have to take all those uh, fat pills that you call. Yeah, them, you call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's it's terrible. Yeah. Blood pressure medication, you know, and like regulate uh, your body. Regulators. I remember. I remember saying to my doctor, "I'm like, doc, but I mean, hold on. Do I really?" Stepped on my Warren G there. Right yeah, there. you I mean, did. Jeez, yeah, he did. the love totally of God. Did. He didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. I got did it. Not know that song? Of course, I know that song. I know how to regulate. <laughs> Regulator, mount up. Who sings it? Uh, Warren G. <laughs> you just heard me say it. Yeah. And wait you a second. Your, and there's more. Recall there. And there's and Nate Dog. Nate Dog. Did yeah. you Google it? No. Promise. Because oh, okay. you know, I tell you the truth. I tell no, you. I know. Shazam you told things. us you Shazammed something right. earlier. Yeah. Nate Dog and Warren. That G. was sneaky though. The Shazam. I yeah. It was. It was resourceful. That. Yeah. yeah, it was smart. I love that you cop to it, though. We were, like, so surprised about it. Like, wow, you really know reggaeton? Like, come on. And you, you could have totally played it off with the Alex Toussaint thing that you yeah. did. Yeah. Because I would have bought it. I yeah. bought it. Yeah. Right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, did you see this Debo Samuel thing earlier today? I did, and I'm, like, he annoys me. Okay. Debo Samuel. Why is that? So I, uh, you know, during the Super Bowl week in L.A., I was over at the convention center, and his PR people like came over and like, "Hey, you want to do an interview with Debo Samuel?" Like, yeah, what, are, what an interesting dude, right? And he comes and he sits down, and he just gave me that attitude, like, "I've been doing this all day, and I don't want to be doing this anymore." So every time I asked him a question, he would say, "Yes, no, yes." No. So this is basically because of one interaction you had. Yeah. So my personal interaction with him is that he's very annoying. Now he is an amazing ball player. Yeah. And and what I think is is that Debo Samuel um, has I, well, let me rephrase it. I think the 49ers have used his skill set to show off the sort of versatile guy that he is. 
yeah. and the multi-dimensional player that he is. But what's interesting to me is he seems like he doesn't want to do that, right? Because he's too worried. You know, he's and I say too worried. I mean, he's worried. He wants to get paid, right? He, what? But that and he also doesn't want to get beat up and be out of the league in two years. He doesn't want to run the ball, right? But by the way, he did tweet uh, and then deleted mm-hmm. the tweet where he wrote a reporter's job because Jeff Darlington, our colleague, broke that story. Mm-hmm. And he wrote, then Debo answered many hours later, reporter's jobs is to make stories only people know the truth. Make to, I'm sorry. Reporter's jobs is to make stories. Only people know the truth about the situation is 49ers, uh, Tory Dandy, and Debo Samuel. Uh, prayer hands. Uh, but then he deleted it. Mm-hmm. So the understanding is that, you know, Jeff may still be right. That that story got out and that it got leaked. Probably by the Niners is my guess. And then, because it would benefit them to say that Debo Samuels want, doesn't want to sign with them. Yeah, right. Uh, and that they're willing to offer him the world. Um, and that was the reporting Adam Schefter had uh, after the fact. Like, if, it, like, I always, when you look at a report, the first thing you need to say is, and by the way, Adam is doing his job, and so is Jeff. Like, I would, you know, when you get information, you pass it along. That's what you're supposed to do. So, I, I mean, I'm absolutely saluting them for getting the information. But um, you always have to look at who it benefits when the information comes out. Well, and that, listen, that should tell you the story for the most part. I, I looked this up earlier. Debo Samuel last year had, I want to say, like 77 total carries. And if anybody wants to fact check me, go for it. But I, I, I looked this stuff up earlier. And I want to say he rushed for, oh, gosh, 300-some-odd yards. i, I got to go back and look at the numbers. Nonetheless, the point okay, is, I can is have this. Them for you if you give thank me you. And, and maybe, because maybe, he also, no, maybe it was 77 receptions for 1,400 yards. That's a lot of catches. And that's a lot of yards, and that's a lot of yards so he per had reception. Seventy-seven receptions for fourteen oh five, and pretty good, yard, right? He led the league in yards per reception at eighteen point two. Yeah, and then his number of carries that he 59 had: fifty-nine rushes for three hundred sixty-five right, like, yards. Yeah, so so these fifty-nine carries, he that's became, six yards an attempt, by the way. Yeah, and but but don't you feel like he became a guy that everybody looked at in the NFL and they went, "Wow, th- this guy's a receiver." But they're lining him up at running back, and they're running him between the tackles. This is not all reverses. Right. You know, this is not right. just it's putting not like him out in space. The kid the Dolphins have, Jalen Waddle, who they, he's so fast that he, they would just, like, do reverses or, like, even uh, little pop passes, right? You know what that is? The little pop pass, like when a guy runs in motion in front of the quarterback, the yep. quarterback catches it. Uh, in, a little uh, shovel pass. In, 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 right, and he just, like, basically shovels it to him, right, right. as he's running by. Yeah. Right. And so, so Debo Samuel, to me – is a guy that the rest of the NFL looked at and go, wow, look at look at the player that he is and the position that he plays, but look at the number of things he can do. And, by the way, look at how creative the 49ers are to, to see what kind of skills he has and what he can do. So they're getting the most out of him. And I think that what Debo Samuel is trying to say is, I don't want to play for the 49ers anymore because they're making me a running back, and I'm a receiver, and the more times I carry the ball, the shorter my career is going to be. So I want out of here. But the problem is going to be that anybody who wants him is going to want him to maybe play a dual role because he's a really good receiver, but he's more than that. Yeah, he is. So for him, he's going to have to find a team, potentially, that will let him just play wide receiver and not ask him to carry the ball 60 times in a season. And he may right. not, he may yeah, not I don't blame him for that. Do you blame him for that? I don't blame him for wanting to extend his career, and I don't blame him for understanding that with his body, being running back slash receiver could shorten his career. I don't blame him for that. 
But I also credit the 49ers for being able to find a player who can do those kinds of things. And I credit the player for being good enough to do that. But I, I, I find it interesting that he doesn't want to do what he's capable of doing. Because mm-hmm. that guy scored, I want to say, six touchdowns as a receiver and eight touchdowns as a ball carrier, as a, as a running back. That's 14 touchdowns in a season. You take eight of those touchdowns off the board if he doesn't run the ball. So for me, it's like, what else can I do? How do I make myself that much more valuable? Uh, yeah, I, I think he feels like he's valuable enough as a receiver with 1,400 yards. You know what I mean? And like, he may be. That, is yeah. he? He may be. Yeah, I mean, is he? he I mean, he led the leagues in uh, in, in yards per catch. So, right. Yeah, so so maybe so. so maybe he's got a really good point. Hey, coach, I'm not I'm not running the ball 60 times in a season. I'll tell you what. You want to run a couple of reverses? Fine. You want to go change a pace? But I'm just telling you right now, I got a pitch count, coach. I'm not running the football. I am not a running back between the tackles. And if I keep running the ball like this, I'm going to be retired about five years sooner than I want to be, which means I'm going to make a lot less money than I want to make. Mm-hmm. So I can't fault him for that. But I just always feel like these things get out. They get ugly. Like you said, you know, who knows? Maybe it's the 49ers leaking it. Maybe it's his agent leaking it. Who knows? But it's out there now. And he, you know, he kind of looks like a guy who, I mean, just doesn't want to carry the football. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, but I, I don't blame him for that. I don't want to – that that sport is brutal enough. And my question now to you is if you're less need – now, I don't think the Niners would ever trade him to the Rams. But, I mean, you got to at least kind of take a look at that and at least make the call, right? Like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want for Debo? Well uh, – Not that they need him because they just signed Allen Robinson. Right. Um, and they've got, uh, you know, but obviously they, Cooper Cup. And, but they haven't signed Odell yet. No. So I would ask you this question. Yeah. And I think it's a very obvious answer. Who would I mean, you, rather, would you have? rather have? I mean, come yeah. on, Odell's coming off an injury, right? Sake. Exactly, it's it's a no brainer. Yeah. So yeah. if so if I were the Rams, I, I just don't know if if you can make that work. There's just too many guys that need the ball. There's no way that the 49ers are going to do it anyway. Right. right? There's no way they're helping the Rams. Yeah, no chance. What was the line that Deshaun uh, Jackson used earlier? And we played the sound in the show where it was like his blah, 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 or his yada, blase, yada, yada. Blase, blase. Yeah, I still haven't used that yet today. Blase, blase. i got to work that in somehow. Blase, blase. I'm looking for a time where I'm about to say blah, 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 but I'm going to say blase, blase. I'm still trying to find the right time. You want to try and use it? Or are you going to leave I it mean, to me? I mean, listen, you keep harping on him not wanting to carry the ball. I don't blame, uh, I don't blame him for not wanting to carry the ball because eventually like we're just going to be going in circles here having the same conversation blase blase oh very good yeah very good yeah. you beat me to it yeah so you have it and i did it in like two seconds should have written it down yeah then i wouldn't have been able to read it correct uh coming up next speaking of writing things down jerry west's lawyers are writing things down uh and people are writing things down on twitter disparaging the Los Angeles Lakers, based off a former Lakers performance in the playoffs yesterday. We'll touch on all that. Stick around. We're back in three minutes and 30 seconds. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I don't remember this one. So, do you know, it's funny that Chris decided that this was on today. So, yesterday, when we were ending the show, um, Jimmy Butler went for 45 yesterday. He's, the, mm-hmm. he's only the second player in NBA history to go for 45 points zero turnovers and zero fouls in a playoff game. Dominique Wilkins is the only other player that's done that. And he was asked by Dave McMiniman, our pal, about like what he did to just kind of relax before the game. And he said, I'm a huge fan of Backstreet Boys. Um, it was, there was a, he was on his, people saw on his Instagram, he was jamming to Backstreet Boys in the locker room <laughs> before the game. And he's like, I always like to compete. I need to get my mind off basketball for a while. It's always good for me. Um, and it's good for everybody. But yeah, he says, but that's what I do. I listen to some music. I make my coffee. I drink my coffee and I compete with my guys. But he was, he says a big fan of Backstreet Boys. So there you go. That's funny. Hey, George, um, I will tell you this. I have never really paid much attention to the Angels. It's been a really long time, like 20 years. Yeah. Right. Uh, but Otani has me watching. Yeah, of course. And he went he went six innings uh, yeah. today against uh, against Houston. The Angels mm-hmm. are winning six nothing right now. It's yeah. the bottom he gave of the up seven. One hit, twelve Ks. Yeah. Right, twelve strikeouts. I mean, he had a perfect game going. Yeah, and, for a little bit. Uh, yeah, and yeah. then Funchy, Funchy jinxed him. I'm sorry, right. I ruined it, Otani. When he talked to us, yeah. I'm right? So he sorry, told us brother. he goes, guys, I don't want to you know jinx it, but Otani's got a perfect game going. So I turned the game on. And and I'm watching what's going on now. But man, six innings, twelve strikeouts, only one hit, no earned runs. Yeah, uh, nice performance on the mound by Otani. Are we still carrying Angel games occasionally here on the station? On occasion, yeah, we, we carried are. one last yes. night. Oh yeah, because I know we were carrying game. hockey. Oh, it was a hockey game. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a Ducks game. We carried one on a weekend. Was it a Ducks game last night? It was a Ducks and Kings. Kings. Yeah. Oh, go Kings! Oh well, that's a good one to carry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go Kings! Go. Yeah. Um, hmm. yeah. I mean, we should. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally down with doing that. You know playing Aaron games. So I think I'm going to make it to an Angels game this summer sometime. Uh, yeah, I, I would too. I mean, you know, I, I, pro- I, I generally go to each stadium at least a couple times because usually there'll be a team that I'll want to see, right? Mm-hmm. So that's just it. Like, I just... Yeah, Yankees come go. to town. You go to see the Angels. Yeah, I don't really go to see the Angels. No. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I go to see the Dodgers, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't go to see the Angels. Um, although Otani has piqued my interest, and last year things got so crazy with him. Uh, like, it was hard to get a ticket some nights. You know what I mean? So, at least the nights I wanted to go. So, this year I feel like it'll be a little easier. So, I do want to see Otani, so I shouldn't yep. say that. Same. I want to see Otani pitch, and it's it's probably enough to get me to go to Angel yeah. Stadium, which I haven't been to in a really long time. And it's yeah. so easy because the train gets off right there. So, it's right. mm-hmm. yeah. it's really and easy. And, by the way, you know it's fun, how funny that people want to, like, go see Otani, but yet, like, Mike Trout's been there forever, and, like, you right. can pick him out if he went to the Delamo Mall. I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I know he wouldn't be enjoying the meat market that is, as you say. Oh, no, he would be if, he, if he's single. I don't know if he is or isn't, but he would. Mm-hmm. T- I mean, uh, the ladies would love Mike Trout. Yeah, though, but they just so wouldn't know built. who he is. Yeah, but they'd still be, you know, the, la- the Cougars in uh, Delamo Mall would still be all over that. You know? They'd see him, huh? They'd go, look at that young guy. I mean, if they're, on, if they're eyeing Beto, what do you think? They're not going to eye Mike Trout? <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, here come more missiles flying today. I'm just saying, I love Beto. You know what I mean? He knows that. You know, I talked to Beto today, actually, on the phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Beto's going to do some stuff for us here on the show. He's going to be, uh, let's just say we're going we're gonna to have a special role for him on the show very soon. Good. I'm looking nice. forward to that. Looking yeah. forward to it. Hey, yeah. by the way, speaking of Otani, now I'm going to go back to the Dodgers because I know you wanted to get there as well. 
Did you see last night when Kendrick Lamar was sitting out in right field? Yeah, I thought it was cool, yeah. I that mean, he's promoting so his new cool. album, so that's cool. But I think that's awesome, yeah. But, but remember the story of last week, and I think, Laura, you had it, where the Kardashians were in Disney, and yeah. they, like, wouldn't ride the down, rides right. with they other people. Right? Yeah. We're the Kardashians. We're at Disney. We're the only people that can be on these teacups, because, God forbid, there are other regular people that are on other teacups while we're riding it. Here's yeah. Kendrick Lamar who is a monster superstar, yeah. and he's sitting out right field with what looks like just a couple of his homies, and it's like, you know, he's awesome. just out there taking selfies with people and hanging out and being a normal dude. Yeah, it's awesome. I no love question. that. Because Kendrick is for the people, my people. All right, well, I'm with you. He is, absolutely. He's a man of the people. I like that. Well, come out with a new album, man. He is. Yeah, right. He is. he is. That's why he was issued. He's got a new yeah, album. Yeah, right. He's been, he's been teasing this for like a couple years already, though, man. But he is. I mean, I heard, though, from like people. Good sources. He is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is this a morsel or is this a report? No, it's just I'm not reporting anything. I just heard oh, from yeah. right. I've heard in right. hushed tones and whispers. Heard. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Heard it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, anywho, uh, yeah. Jerry West, I mean, this lawsuit, I mean, like that, I mean, he. I, I understand why he's mad. I get it. But like. This is this is not. This goes to court. Like this is getting thrown out fairly quickly. Dude, this is awesome. This is so. I mean, cool. it, I, honestly, it's a bad move for him, in in my opinion, because you're just bringing more attention to this stuff. Dude, it's a great move for HBO. The show. Right? Yeah. See, yeah. I think I think that's what Jerry doesn't really get, and it kind of surprises me because he's been in L.A. for so long. You got to figure, as rich and as famous as he has been in his life, he has to have some friends. In the entertainment industry. I mean, just somewhere. you got to run across somebody. You've been living in L.A. for 30, 40 years. you got to have some friends in the entertainment industry. There's no sense of showmanship here. Because what he doesn't understand is, by creating this demand for an apology, a retraction, a potential lawsuit, uh, suing potentially for financial damages, it makes it look like, one, this is all about money for him, in, in my opinion, because Jerry West didn't get paid. For this show, neither is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Jeannie Buss, or any Pat Riley, anybody. People who are still alive and who are real people, they don't get paid because their names are being used. Mm-hmm. So if he's going to sue for some sort of financial considerations, was he, he just wants money and that'll satisfy this? No, he clearly just wants the apology first, though. Okay, so, so here's the thing, though. If you're HBO, and if you're the producers of this show, this is the greatest thing that could happen to you. Of course. Because when you have controversy, it will bring so much more attention. You know how many people, George, haven't watched this show that are hearing about this Jerry West lawsuit and go, I got to see this now. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. There's going to be more attention to the show. If I'm Adam McKay, the creator of this show, um, who's obviously a very talented producer, director, content creator, uh, I'd be like, okay, sure. No problem. I wouldn't even respond to Jerry. Well, I'd be like, keep coming. Keep and writing I, stuff, Kareem. Keep saying stuff, Jerry. Right, right. I want I want Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to write columns that says the show sucks. I want Jerry West to uh, demand an apology and threaten a lawsuit. I want all this stuff to happen because that's going to get more people to watch this show. Jerry West doesn't realize how few people are really watching this. Seriously. Like, I don't know the numbers offhand, but I'll tell you right now, it's well, not 100 million give people. give out the numbers. So. Say again? HBO does not give out the numbers. But but let me explain something. This is not tens of millions of people watching this show yet. 
Doesn't mean they won't. But right now, the way it is with with every Sunday night, the episodes, it's it's those of us that are super interested in this stuff. And there's probably a million people, two million, maybe it's three million. But it's not a hundred million. It's not the whole world. Jerry West is bringing more attention to these guys. And I think that a lot of these guys are going underground because Jeff Perlman, who's the guy who originally wrote the book, who's been one of the he really wrote, outspoken. He wrote like a legit, like, you know, sourced story. Yes. You're saying the book itself is a sourced story. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeff Perlman, I, I texted with him today. I was like, yo, man, you want to come on the air and comment on this Jerry West thing? And Jeff's like, uh, no. Yeah. Um, by the way, you pick up that name you just dropped. Mm-hmm. Which name? Jeff Perlman. Is that really a name that I'm dropping? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I felt like yesterday when I said that I, I got a hold of Jerry West to ask him to come on the show, and Jerry said no chance because I'm too busy right now with lawyers. Like, I thought that was more of a name drop. I didn't think Perlman was that much of a name drop. I mean, you said it, but I also, I also feel like it was a name drop, and we missed an opportunity there to make fun of you. Yeah, but, I mean... Don't you think that a guy like Jeff Perlman and a guy like Scott Kaplan, I mean, we're, we're virtually a law firm, the two of us, when we're on yeah, the phone together. Perlman and Kaplan. Right. So it, it shouldn't surprise you in any way yeah. that I would invite Perlman to come on the show today and make a comment. Yeah. And I think he and all the guys from HBO are super smart to not say a darn word. Yeah, I agree, 100%. I just think that this has no chance of winning in court if it gets there. It is silly, like completely silly to me. I mean, listen, I'm trying to be sensitive to Jerry West because he's like, wait, I'm a real person. I'm alive. This isn't Jimmy East. They didn't make up a character. You know, hey, Jimmy East is a character that's kind of based on Jerry West. You know, so Jerry wouldn't be so angry if it was Jimmy East. Mm -hmm. But the character's name is Jerry West because it's a dramatization about a real life story. I don't know, man. No sense of showmanship at all. I mean, look, I, I, but you don't, you could understand why he's annoyed, right? He's annoyed, obviously, because he doesn't like the portrayal of the Jerry West character. I get it, right? But, dude, by you threatening a lawsuit, no, it and makes you it demanding worse. an apology. Yeah. You're only helping the producers of HBO, which is exactly what you're trying to do the opposite of. Correct. No, I, I agree with you there. So, yeah, is everybody is everybody here watching? Laura, are you watching this show? Hell yes, I am. Okay, and Funch, you're, you watching this? Love it. I love it. So good. Okay. Is there yeah. anybody who's not watching it who's now going to watch it because of this? I would tell you there's going to be a lot of people. I know. I don't know about people. a lot, but I'm sure there'll be some. I'm sure, know, man. Come on, you know, Jerry. Like, really? I, I, I was stunned like that this got to this point. Um, good for Ramona, by the way, getting the story. God, I mean, how come the, you didn't break the story when you know you had uh, him tell you that stuff? I, I said it last week. I said it on Friday. You were you were down in Miami uh, calling a spring game. Maybe you know. So yeah, you could have beat Ramona to the punch. Yeah, she's a newsbreaker, a reporter. Me, I'm just a slappy on the radio. You know, you are just a slappy, slappy cappy. Yep, that's right. That's right. That's me. <laughs> you know. How do you know I didn't give Ramona the story? Maybe I doubt it, but maybe. Yeah, it's just a possibility, but it's not true. Right, no. It's See, you not. lied again. I didn't lie. I, that was a what if. I know, I know. He did say yeah. what if. He did say yeah. he, There was a caveat there. I'm just trying to, you know. You know. But, yeah, I mean, listen, Jerry West, you know, this is, this is going to be a waste of time. You know what I hope for, though, George? Blase, hope... blase. Oh, there you go. I did I it ho- twice. Yep, you beat me to it twice. I haven't even gotten to it yet. Yeah. I, hope, I hope Kareem joins the lawsuit 
I hope there is a lawsuit. I hope Kareem joins it. And by the way, I'm I'm hoping all of this because I know this right now, George. Yeah. All these producer guys from yeah. Winning Time, they all listen to this show. They all drive in their car. They yeah. all listen to 710, right. and they're all tuning in today to hear what we're going to say about it. So I mean, we talked about it. We've talked about it a lot. We talk about the show a lot. I'll just say this to all those guys, all those producers. Say it, Cap. Tell me. Guys, this is the greatest thing that ever happened to you. It's the oh. best thing that ever happened to the show. And what we should all hope for is that Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar joins the lawsuit. Magic Johnson joins the lawsuit. And anybody else who didn't like their depiction, Jeannie Buss should join it. It should be all the Lakers superstars suing HBO. And HBO should be like, this is the greatest thing that ever happened to us. I'm glad that you, uh, you, you gave them the heads up as if they probably couldn't figure that out on their own. Well, George, you know, sometimes, especially in today's day and age, people crumble under the pressure. Uh-huh. They're so worried about being canceled, they crumble. But you got to have an old-school mentality here, which is the more publicity they give us, the better it is for us. Yeah. Sure. You know, the All, world's gotten any so... pub is good pub. Right. The world's gotten so corporate and sanitary. You know, ooh, they're suing us. we got to just sit here and crumble and apologize. No, don't. The longer no, I, you hold out, I, I, the better you don't, it is. I mean, unless you, you know, if they got you, then they got you. But if they don't, and I mean, I don't think Jerry's got HBO here or Adam McKay or them, then no, then you just move on. All right, called, speaking of moving on, let's yeah. move on to Big Deal or No Deal. We're all back right. in three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Christopher. What do you got, Funchy? All right, guys. A group led by former Dodger and three-time champion uh, Dave Stewart is preparing a $2 billion bid for an expansion team in Nashville, Tennessee. MLB expansion should happen in the next three to five years, according to some insiders. The team name in Nashville would be the Nashville Stars. Big deal or no deal that the MLB is expanding to Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, it's a Dono. Uh, big deal. I feel like the MLB should have expanded to, like, Nashville and Portland by now. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like those – because Portland, you have this natural rivalry with Seattle, right? Like, you can make that happen. Um, we've seen it in soccer in the MLS be big. Uh, I guess Nashville – I mean, there's who's their natural rival going to be? Um, I guess Atlanta, right? Could Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati Reds, not a bad one. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some teams in that general region of the country. Yeah, but I uh, I think it's smart. It's a it's a booming area. There's plenty of people that have moved there over the last decade or so. So and a lot of families. So and that's what you know. That's what baseball lends itself to. Yeah, I know a lot of people that have moved from California to Nashville, and every time that I hear that, and I'm by like, a lot you mean like three. <laughs> no, actually, I mean four. Okay, there you go. Yeah. 
And the thing is, I'm always like, wait, what? You moved to Nashville? And they're like, yeah, dude, it's awesome. It's amazing. You want to know who, who moved to Nashville? You want a name drop, George? Here comes a name drop for you. Hello, friends. Jim Nance moved, and he still has his house up in Northern California, but he moved to Nashville. I said, well, well he, used Nashville? To live in, uh, he used to live in Connecticut. Right. I said, Jim, why Nashville? He said, because most of my NFL games are on the eastern side of the country, and to fly from Northern California all around the country, I'm schlepping. Nashville, I can get anywhere in like an hour or two. People love Nashville. But, Funch, i got to ask you something. Is this a report about a possibility, or is Major League Baseball officially stating that they are expanding to Nashville? MOB has not said anything yet, but Dave Store and a group it just put a $3, a $3 billion bid on a team there. And they already have wow. the name and everything, you know. So wow. What would it be called? Nashville what? Nashville Stars. Nashville Stars. Mm. He said that like two minutes ago. I didn't hear him. I'm sorry. You see, well, no, but you see, sometimes I right, miss but things it too, and then you to, yell at it, me. It happens because it happens to you every day. You like yell at me. You times. scream at me like I'm. I'm it a happens KO. to me like once a month. You don't think that's a difference? I don't know, man. I think you were texting and you weren't listening. That's what. No, I, I was legitimately just like I'm tired. I've been on coffee. I've drank. I woke you up at on coffee. Morning. You, George Sedano, the man who never drinks coffee, drank. Coffee? I had to. Right, I've been up right. since four thirty. Why are you up so early? I don't know. I just woke up and couldn't fall back asleep. And mm. then my wife woke up to get up for work, and then I definitely couldn't go back to sleep because she was, you know, making noise to get ready. All right. Well, I just wanted to bust your chops because, you know, you always yell at me when I miss something. I get it, but I, it happens to me once a month. All right. I'm going to keep a scoreboard. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Keep the scoreboard. All right. I'm let's start right now. Down. That's 1-0 in your one favor. I bet. one nothing. I, let, let's, take, let, let's take the next couple of, of weeks and see how that okay. goes. I've got a note right here. I've got JS and I've got SK, yeah. and I've got one on the JS side yeah. and zero right now on the SK side. Because he literally said – there was something yesterday that you literally did the same thing. I think you did it twice yesterday, but I won't even count those. Let's just go okay. one nothing. All right, we start you. today. We start today. Yeah. You're, you're in the lead, one nothing. Well, you're in the lead technically. 0-1. Oh, yeah, right. exactly. 0-1 oh, count. Here's the pitch. Um, all right, Funchy, what's next? All right, guys, this will be the last one. Big news coming out of Hollywood yesterday with the news that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon will reunite to make a movie on Nike that follows the company landing a shoe deal with the one and only Michael Jordan. Now, Matt Damon will play the legendary Sonny Vicario, and Ben Affleck <laughs> will direct and play Nike owner Phil Knight. Now, with the recent success of Winning Time, is this a big deal or no deal? Cap. I'm going to say it's a big deal because everybody wants this content now. I really believe that Winning Time, and it, it was probably before Winning Time. What was the name of the Jordan documentary, the 10-part series? Uh, Last Dance? Yeah. I think The Last Dance kind of started this. Winning Time has added to it. Now Ramona's got this deal with, um, I think it's FX. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they want to do the Donald Sterling story on her 30 for 30 podcast. Lawrence Fishburne has Doc Rivers. Which is unbelievable. I love Lawrence Fishburne, man. I do. Uh, Boys in the Hood, when he's the dad. And I just love Lawrence Fishburne. Morpheus. So, yeah. So, so, right. And he's also Morpheus. So I, I say big deal because everybody wants this content. But is, is Ben Affleck playing? He's playing. He's playing Phil Knight. And the other side of things is Sonny Vaccaro is going to be Matt Damon? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You can't Matt see Damon's, it or what? Matt Damon. Hey, Sonny. Matt Damon's way too good looking to play you, dude. I mean, but wouldn't you want Matt Damon to play you? Yeah, I mean, if I'm if I'm Sonny, I'm like, this is awesome. I got Matt Damon playing me. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to be mad like Jerry West. Like, I was never that handsome. I was never that ripped. I was never that good looking. That is a misrepresentation of who I was. I'm going to sue them. 
Yeah, I'm looking at Sonny Vaccaro when he was young. Yeah. And uh, you know, he's got like um, handsome guy. Similar facial structure. I wouldn't call him. A, I wouldn't say he looks like Matt Damon, but similar mm-hmm. facial structure, kind of like that. Um, like the, the yeah, the way the head is shaped is very similar. Yeah. Hmm. Well, they do have makeup in Hollywood, guys. They do. That's a great point, Funchy. Yeah, I got news for you, Matt Damon. But are they going to put? Are they going to put Matt, Matt Damon in like a like a like a chunky suit or something? Like, you know, he's, well, you I mean, know, they put one in Eddie Murphy. Sonny was uh, was a little heavy, you know. I mean, this guy, Sonny Vaccaro, for for people who don't know his story, I mean, this guy was one of the really truly early legends of finding ways to get these ball players to these shoe deals. And I think he went from Nike eventually to Adidas. Yeah, that's right. He's, yeah. Did he, didn't he have, like, mob ties, too? Allegedly. Allegedly, huh? I mean, I think people just looked at his name and went, Sonny Vaccaro, clearly. The big question for me, <laughs> the big question for, me for this is who's going to play Michael Jordan? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. How about Michael Jordan? I mean, B. listen, they, they found a guy to play uh, Magic Johnson. Yeah, and he looks Ooh. just like Magic Johnson, too. God, he's so good, that guy. Yeah. Even Cream's character is really good, yeah. too. Yeah, no, they did a great job. So, I mean, I'm sure they'll find somebody. So, uh, I'll watch it, you know. And Matt Damon and and, and uh, Ben Affleck are huge sports fans, so I'm sure they'll – and they're great actors, right? So, especially Matt Damon is a great actor. But, uh, yeah. If Ben Affleck Ooh. is listening right now, what is he supposed to think? Well, I said they're both good actors, but Matt Damon is more accomplished than Ben as an actor. Ben is a gr- more accomplished, I believe, as a director, if I recall mm-hmm. correctly. I think Ben Affleck thinks that you and Alex Rodriguez are tight, and so that's why you're taking up for Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Dude, how do you go from that to that? I mean, I really wasn't thinking of A-Rod at that point. But, okay. but, two, but two, put two and two together. That's how fast my mind works, No, Laura. that's how crazy you make up things. Yes. No, think about it. Yeah. George Yo, is friends Neil. with A-Rod. George is friends I mean, A-Rod with A-Rod. was nice when he called in. And A-Rod oh, is now, you know, with, with Ben's former lady. Right? No, Ben is back with J-Lo. Oh, then forget about <laughs> it. Take, I, I retract everything. They make a cute couple, too. Mm. Yeah, Benifer's back. Where have you been? Dude. Yeah, I retracted it. Just all. got engaged, too. Yeah. Come on, I didn't Damn, know that. Damn, that girl has more rings. Damn. That's what the See, joke that's is. that's why George I is taking off. I know the, the joke. The joke, the joke, yes. He has yeah. more rings than now, everybody. Yeah. yeah, than Phil Jackson. Yeah. yeah, she does. See, George is taking up for A-Rod because that's his boy, and now Ben Affleck's got his girl. I mean, he said they're both good actors. He said just the other one was great. One was mm-hmm. great, yeah. 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 Ben Affleck's driving around right now going, that's that's Sedano. Ben, you are that's such A-Rod's a boy. great director and a good actor. Uh, you know, Ben Affleck cre- directed Argo, which is an incredible oh, movie. so good movie. Yeah. Argo, bleep yourself. But he was also Batman. Yeah. That one wasn't so yeah. great. Yeah. Hence the good. Not great. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was okay. Mm. Well, wait a second. I, I'm hearing good, good, and okay. That doesn't I thought he sound was like okay. Great. No, no, no. But the, the Batman was like, mm, Not so good. Not so good. I thought he was good. Like, he was a good mm. Bruce Wayne. That sound good. He was aight. He was aight. He was aight. Oh, aight. Now you're aight. talking my language. I mean, listen. There's been a lot of Batman, right? Batman. Um, Batman, yes. Michael Keaton, obviously, was uh, the standard until Christian Bale played him. And then that changed the game a little bit. That, I mean, that whole Nolan series changed the game on Batman. Hey, George, at the uh, crossover earlier today with Mason in Ireland, yeah. uh, Ireland asked us who we like between Brooklyn and Boston. Yeah, and I said Brooklyn because KD wouldn't have another bad game, and KD has had a miserable game. Yeah, Boston's up 108-98 with a minute 45 to go in the fourth quarter. Let's go Celtics. Ew. You're just anti-Brooklyn? I'm j- yeah, I'm just... I would love to see Brooklyn get knocked out. I mean, a lot of people would. 
Yeah, K- I have never seen KD like this. Play don't like you want to watch stars in the playoffs? Okay, back to back games. I mean, the you Celtics have stars. Yeah, but yeah. like you don't say you don't say goal Celtics. Do you don't think Jason Tatum is a star? He's a star, but he ain't KD and Kyrie. Yeah, no, no but I mean, because he's much younger. I mean, Jason Tatum has been 19 years old for like six years. Damn, the Lakers could have had him. You don't they say go Celtics in LA, Laura. Is that what you're no, saying? No, you don't say go Celtics. in Well, do LA. you say go KD? Uh, I, I prefer that over Celtics. By the way, Christopher has chimed in for the first time in a long time and says, don't say crossover, it's super crosstalk. Super crosstalk earlier today, about 3.50 <laughs> this afternoon, we were having this conversation about Brooklyn versus Boston. And, uh, hey, Brooklyn, they're not giving up, but they're down by, by nine with a buck 34 to go in the fourth. Yeah, they're down eight right now because you're behind a little bit. But Yeah. 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 Up. Ooh, Boston's getting away with some stuff, though. I'm looking at it here. Like, Jason Tatum just pushed off Kyrie, like, pushed him to the ground. They're, and they've and they they've been beating up on Kevin Durant. I mean, there's a lot of physical play. You remember the scene in winning time when the Lakers yeah. go to play the Celtics and the Celtics are just pushing the Lakers all around? Yeah. That's what this looks like. Yeah, before uh, Paul Westhead says bleed Boston. Right. In the huddle. That's right. Yeah. You saw it. You saw the show. You saw this week's episode. I did, yes. I'm right. telling you, Boston's beating these guys up. Yeah, coming up next, Scotteria. You've heard that Scott may have diarrhea of the mouth, so we have combined the the two things and just call it Scotteria. It is basically dealer's choice. Scott gets to say whatever's on his mind as long as he doesn't get us fired. <laughs> so that's coming today, up. Today could be close. So, Oh, jeez. All right, so that's coming up in two and a half minutes. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. There you go. Listen to the soul here. Come on, man. Power of love. What a great song this is. And this is Fat Luther? Yeah, yeah. Come on, you can't tell the difference in his voice? I don't know. I have to, like, do a side-by-side comparison. Yeah. What was the first thing Chris said? Janet Jackson. Luther? Oh, that's the way love right. goes. Now it's 2 nothing, 2 nothing in favor of me. What that's do you mean? You got sexy. Oh, my God. What do you mean 2 nothing? Like, what do you mean? I you just said it two minutes ago. I just, didn't, you... I just didn't remember. Cap, I'm okay, that's fine. I'm literally <laughs> like on a caffeine crash because I never drink coffee and I've been up since 4.30 in the morning. But uh, it's fine. I... You're going to be mm, caffeine. Oh, it's okay because I oh. now what's going to happen is I'm going to keep tabs on every time. You're going to be yep. so annoyed mm-hmm. next week when I come back. Oh, that's great! Hey, yeah. uh, you're, off, you're off the air. Uh, you're off the air Thursday and Friday this week, right? You're heading out to uh, some yeah, games. Yeah, flying tomorrow. To do where, you, where, where are you going? Where are you heading? Uh, I've got the Hawks Heat game three on ESPN. Okay, gotcha. And then uh, that's must game must be on Friday. Is that right? Travel tomorrow. Friday night. Yeah, at okay. four o'clock Pacific. Yeah. Got it. And then um, Funch, who's in tomorrow? Is it Clinton? Demarco Farr will be in. For oh, next Demarco's Demarco. Oh, you know, this is great news. Actually, let me uh, say something before Scott Aria, George. Yeah. Have you seen any of the pictures of the Rams draft house? I did. It's this crazy mansion again that they're doing in the Hollywood Hills. Yep. Right. 
So uh, next week is the NFL draft, and I believe the first round is on Thursday. Right. You'll have to check me, but I think second and third rounds are on Friday. Correct, yeah. So on Friday of next week, DeMarco will fill in for you, George. Yeah. And DeMarco and I are going to broadcast from the Rams draft house. Right. What can be this week? Jeez. I know. We, I can't get him back. Now, so do you guys understand that by the time me and DeMarco are done at the Rams draft house, that I will add Sean McVay to my list of BFFs right there with Canelo Alvarez, right there with, with Al Michaels. Yeah. He's going to be, like, be like, hey, where's George, Scott? Sean, no, Sean McVay and I are already, we're like this close to being BFFs, you know? And Listen, I know that Sean and I are cool because I mm-hmm. literally, I punked him so hard. Like I did like a, like such a great practical joke on him. On uh, on the air one year. I don't know if you guys still have the audio of this. So, Burt Reynolds had passed away. And I mm-hmm. was literally, before, it was me and Mike Trudell doing the show. <laughs> and I was telling Trudell, these coaches don't know anything. They're in a cavern, like, studying film and tape, and they're doing practice. They are not on their phones on the week of a game. Like, they're just, they're too focused on their opponent. And she was like, come on, man. How, how is he not going to know that Burt Reynolds passed away? So, I said to him, um... Hey, Sean, blah, 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 you, you know, and I don't remember how I did it, but I said something like, oh, yeah, yeah, he passed away or whatever, you know, and he's like, geez, George, I mean, for the love of God, like, he was like, couldn't believe he did this to me, and I was like, oh, it's funny. <laughs> I like the way you just said blah, 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 rather than blase, blase. Yeah, well, I don't think that uh, Sean would go blase, blase, personally, but that's why. I'm just here to tell you this, when DeMarco Farr and I yeah. leave the Rams draft, in, in fact, you know what, I'm going to say it like this. I may not leave the Rams draft house next uh, Friday night because McVeigh may say to me this. Hey, Kaplan, yeah. when you're done with the show, why don't we go grab some dinner? Oh my we'll God. hang some out. Sush? We'll have, have some, some drinks. Yeah, yeah, that. or And we'll maybe we'll put a couple of vodkas into Coach McVeigh, and then maybe he and I go start dancing somewhere. A little show tequila off the moves. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. If he's, if he's into tequila, there's only one that we would drink. Yeah. So I'm just telling you that next Friday, DeMarco and I yeah. are going to be at the Rams draft right. house and Sean McVay and I are probably going to leave that day hugging it out and probably being BFFs. No, not really. Yeah, thank you, Sean. I'll probably be uh, yeah, going look, to the wedding. I, I think what's going to happen is there's going to be a restraining order, so the station should get ready. Because, because I'm going to have to have a restraining order against Sean McVay? No. no, vice versa, yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. Is he going to ask you to be the new special teams coach? No, not really. Mm. I don't know. We, we're going to – listen, there, there's, there's a relationship to be had. I'm feeling pretty confident about it. We've been on the precipice many times of getting really tight, and I feel like me being at the draft house is going to take it over the top. No, not really. We'll see. We'll see. Kevin Durant was 0 of 10 in the second half in this game. I don't think he's ever done that anywhere, like in his entire life. I feel like Boston is playing very physical, pushing him around, making him really, really uncomfortable. And it's been two games now where his shooting percentage is way, way low yeah. for a Kevin Durant. It's crazy. It is absolutely bonkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Gus Johnson is doing the uh, Bulls. And, I uh, saw Bucks. that, that Gus yeah. is now doing some NBA games. I love Gus Wait, Johnson. It's been a long time since he's done NBA games. I know. I you love know, he Gus. used to do the Knicks uh, for a while. Like oh, yeah. him and, He would be in the rotation with Mike Breen and those guys. Yeah. And then, oh, dude, uh, I, 
I, I worked with Gus for many years yeah. um, doing CBS football where he was the play-by-play guy. And, 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 and by the way, he did the Bucks too, for a little while back in the day. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. yeah. But he's a, he's a typical New York guy, but he, he was a play-by-play guy doing NFL football on CBS with Brent yeah. Jones. Remember him, the former yeah, 49ers the former tight end? former 49ers tight end, yeah. Yep, and there I was. Let's go down to Scott. Well, Gus, there's really nothing to add here, so let's go back to you. Yeah. I mean, then you wonder why you don't have that gig anymore. Well, that's I got fired because the Spanos family got me fired. No, I know you told the story. Yeah, yeah so yeah, that's not fun. No. Hey, the Caruso is starting for the Bulls. How about that? Yeah. All right. So you told me I could have a little Scotteria time, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Laura, go ahead. Hit it, Scotteria. Let's go. Oh, there we go. Oh yeah. Do you want to warm up by doing your little thing? Yes, I do. Funchy, you ever hear me do this? No, I don't. Check I, this I out. Step Love back, you. sucker. Here, check this out. Don't pick a ticket, don't pick a ticket, don't pink ticket, ticket, don't pick a ticket, don't think ticket, ticket, don't pick a ticket, think ticket, ticket. Okay, I think we've had enough. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. Funch, what do you think? Yeah. You ever seen 40 year old virgin? You're like that girl that was singing the song, this song during Funch, you give it a try. It's fun. It feels good. Try it. Wow, that's even worse than Scott's. <laughs> Damn, I, told I know you the to song. I told you not to do it. Yeah, was. Yeah. No, come that's on, man. Ding, 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 ding. Come on. You can't be that bad. That was a little better. Better. Thank a little bit better. Work yeah. on it. Work on yeah. it, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come back to us when you, you know, next time. Yeah. Uh, all right. What do you got, Scott? So uh, did anybody follow this story today that Netflix oh, yeah. has lost hundreds of thousands? 200,000. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, it, it, believe it or not, I saw a report on, on today on uh, CNBC uh-huh. that Netflix lost 700,000 streaming oh. customers. Wow. But you ready for this? The initial report was 200,000. Yeah, but, but wait, you ready for this? Where do you suppose in the world you would lose 700,000 streaming customers in one shot? Oh, I get it. In the, in the war-torn countries at the moment. Well, in Russia. Yeah. Netflix, like so many other American companies, pulled out of Russia. So in one snap of the finger... They lost 700,000 subscribers in Russia, right. no longer available. Yeah. By the way, if, if you took my Netflix away from me, you talk about putting pressure on a government. Really? I, I'd be, you know, I don't watch anything on Netflix. Really? No. Hmm. And by the way, I know Netflix still has a ton of money, don't get me wrong, but they basically operate in the red. Uh, and most of these streaming services will operate in the red, at least initially for a while. Uh, but they don't have the money Apple Plus has. I mean, Apple Plus mm-hmm. literally has Tom Hanks doing two movies for them. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, Netflix's stock went from like $330 down to like $222. Yeah, it dropped like almost 40%, right? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Um, $222 trading in the, in the after-hours markets, down $3.29. It closed today down $122. I mean, this is an incredible situation where Netflix, who has been the leader in streaming, got absolutely smoked today. And I just find it really interesting that they lost all these streaming-paying customers, but they were all in Russia. And as a result, and by the way, not well, I mean, all of it. that shouldn't really surprise you that most of them were in Russia. So. No, no, no. It, but what, but what, what's amazing is how that one decision, we don't want to be in Russia anymore. 
Even today, I want to say that I think it was Wimbledon yeah, said doesn't that, want Belarus or Russian athletes, yeah, or at least they're contemplating that. Right. No Russian athletes at Wimbledon is what I read earlier today yeah. because the world yeah. is trying to put pressure on these guys. Yeah, and there's a couple of really good Russian tennis players for sure. Yeah, so this whole Netflix thing today got me thinking mm-hmm. because I do have Netflix. Well, you're going to start streaming on Sided? That's not a terrible idea, George. <laughs> what kind of content are you purchasing? I don't know yet. The I Sean decided. McVay Rams, uh, you're going to do a deal with the Rams to do their uh, their house? Or maybe I'll do a deal with Matt Damon and Ben yeah. Affleck and to produce the- this new movie about Phil Knight and Sonny yeah. Vaccaro and bring it to... I feel like they've probably already got somebody like oh, that. Oh, they but, do? You know, yeah. yeah, I guess. Nonetheless... I got Netflix. I got Disney Plus, which I never, ever, ever use. Sorry to to Mickey wow. and the bosses. Yeah. But there's a way to. There's got to be a way for me to take my Disney Plus, and can't you combine it with Hulu and with yeah. ESPN yeah, there, Plus? There's a bundle. Yeah. Yes. Right. But but here's the question: When you've already got Disney Plus as a standalone, but then you want to go into the bundle, how uh, would I do that? I, I think there's a way to do that, but you'd have to, like, initiate a conversation with customer support, like, via email is my guess. Oh, goodness. Well, we know you can't do that. I right. Mean, did, you I mean, did get your HBO Max true. on your other TV, though, though right. didn't you? Right. I did. It's a huge win for you. To was it your daughter George, or you? No, no. Laura, true story. What mm-hmm. I did was I took my remote control, and I pushed the microphone button, and I said, download HBO Max, and it worked. <laughs> oh, because you have the, the remote you can talk to, right? Yeah, it worked. It works. What do you that's, mean that's not how it works? I said that's kind of how it works. My Roku control, I can just speak to it, and it does a bunch of things. Yeah. Well, or this Alexa. worked. Well, this this wasn't Roku or Alexa. This was my cable remote yeah, talking to my TV. Yeah. It's kind of called technology. Well, let me tell you something, Laura. You ripped me all the time for not being great at technology, <laughs> but did you hear Keyshawn Johnson? He don't know what he don't know what any of these these platforms well, Keyshawn are. Keyshawn got people, so you know. Oh, yeah, no, he still, doesn't. He, he says his wife does all of that stuff and his kids. He doesn't know who Instagram is? Keyshawn's like, I don't know about no Instagram, Insta Slam. I'm like, wait, really? Like, I get ripped all day long yeah. for not being really good at technology. Keyshawn's right. on the air. You you think I sound like a boomer. Yeah. I mean, he, you, you, but you weren't the number one overall pick. Yeah. Morales handles his, you know. I guess and Morales handles his yeah. social media. I don't got know people. Why, he got people. I don't know why number one overall pick thirty I, I, years I ago. I always think it's anyway. hilarious that you didn't realize that when Morales would would write us <laughs> would write us back with like the the like the black thumbs up emoji. Like you didn't get that that like that that didn't like cross your mind as to no. why Chris Morales was using a black thumbs up emoji it's because he types as Keyshawn. On no, his the entire time I was like, cool, this is cool. Keyshawn's retweeting what we're doing. This is yeah. cool. All right, we got to roll. Mm. Kaplan, great job as always. Yeah, thank fun you, Punchy. Excellent work this week. Uh, you guys have great shows on Thursday. Laura, excellent work as well. Uh, DeMarco and Cappy and uh, Laura and Funchy. We'll talk to you mañana. See you.